Hello and welcome. You are listening to Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. We are the number one podcast for seekers of mental health. We offer roughly quarter hour bites of therapy that you can finish in one sitting and take with you for the rest of the day. My name is Matthew and I'm a marriage and family therapist as well as a certified family life educator. The most valuable thing in our lives is attention. And I thank you for giving me yours for this podcast. I hope it serves you well. Let's get in to today's episode. There are hundreds of dating apps out there for every sort of person. You can even filter for all the qualities you are looking for down to the color of somebody's hair. More and more individuals are using these apps, and they are more advanced than ever before. So, we should all be happily dating, right? For a lot of us, this isn't the case at all. The apps have a way of making things way more complicated rather than being simple. Yes, we have more options than ever before. And young adults are choosing to hold off on making a decision and thus are getting married more and more late in life. So what's going on? For us humans, more choices isn't as good as it seems to be. We actually tend to feel better about a choice if there were fewer to choose between. The more choices we have, the more we feel overwhelmed and like we have made the wrong choice with a partner. Not only that, we are also much more likely to refuse to fully commit to one choice if we know that there is an endless opportunity for more potential spouses and partners to come along. There is an ad by an app called Hinge, and this ad is titled Designed to be Deleted. In this ad, they show that the app icon is trying to delete itself by having people fall in love with their services. First of all, great advertising. Second, they are speaking to something very true that people might be asking themselves in the back of their minds. Namely, do apps like Tinder and Bumble really want me to find love? Or are they just trying to keep me swiping forever? The answer isn't so obvious. It also isn't obvious, to me at least, that this is some form of a nefarious plan by these companies to keep us hooked. They obviously 
want us to keep using the apps. But they also want some success stories out there to draw more people in. Either way, we have lots of options. And that is keeping us addicted to swiping and not focused on growing a loving and lasting relationship. The things keeping us swiping are not new. They take advantage of a part of our brain that thinks that any possible benefit is worth pursuing. It's a carrot that dangles in front of our minds and keeps us running on that proverbial swiping treadmill. I don't warn you about these things to make you hate dating apps. They are doing great things to connect people and have them meet each other. I am doing it to make you understand how to protect yourself from being taken for a ride, so to speak. With a little effort, we can get the best of both worlds. We can enjoy the options presented to us in these apps while not falling victim to the addiction or to the compulsion. First of all, give yourself a break for not being perfect. Modern dating is hard and many people are in the exact situation that you are in. Second, realize that you deserve to find someone who you want to be with. Third, notice that you tend to write people off at the first sign of trouble and thus go back to swiping. Believe it or not, trouble isn't a sign that the relationship needs to end. In order to have a good relationship, we need to go through troubles together and come out stronger on the other side. It's a lie that love is perfect and easy. Love tests itself to make sure that it is strong. If it survives these tests, then you know it is good and will last. If we jump ship every time there is a slight indication of trouble, we are never going to give the relationship a chance to grow into something stronger. We need to learn to tell and recognize the difference between a red flag and a testing of the relationship. Red flags may include big differences in values, compulsive lying, and difference in life directions. On the other hand, testing of the relationship 
may look like this. Differences in personalities and preferences in movies, books, politics, etc. Misunderstanding and miscommunications and learning hard facts about our partner's pasts, etc. The difference is hard to spot if we don't get clear with ourselves and easy to spot one. We need to tell ourselves that we will draw a line in the sand for the first group, which include the red flags, but not the second group, which includes testing and trial. Indeed, we will ride out the storm, but heed red flags. Learn to see our desires to run as an undesirable fault. Give people a chance, but know where our boundaries and our red flags are. Never, never, never settle. And that stuff you should know about modern dating. I want to thank you so much for listening today. Where we put our attention is what our lives are made of. And I thank you for letting me be a part of your life today. If any of this was helpful to you, please share it with someone you love. If you have a moment, please leave a review. Anything you can write down about the podcast would mean the world to me. I don't know about you, but I always check the reviews before I start a new podcast. So if you think someone would like this, please help them out by writing a review. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I hope you take something from this episode and it makes your life a little brighter.